welcome back to the couch. You <laughs> thought you'd never hear from us again. I know. And the reason why is we've just had no fights. It's been like perfect. Yeah, We've been right. selling off into the sunset no. and there's been nothing to fight about. That's so, okay, thank you. That was a perfect segue because I actually this week have decided to do something new, which is I have a notes in my phone. It's called Podcast Notes. And that's where I keep track of all of our fights, <laughs> everything that happens. And I was just looking over it. I don't want to go, like, I don't want to get ahead because I haven't looked at this. I've had it for a few weeks and I'm looking back and I don't remember what half of these things mean I literally wrote down Taylor Swift exorcist I don't know what that means Whoa. We'll, uh, we'll get to it so I have a notes app of all of our fights and also things that happen to us during the weeks the reason I like this is because I if I didn't win in real time I have a chance now to like really look in with hindsight what was happening okay before we get into our fights uh first of all we want to say thank you guys this is so fun that we're doing this we love doing this like we started doing this audio only thing kind of just for fun and whatever and um granted we did take a month off (laughs) sorry about that we got busy i'm hoping we can do this weekly it has been like i don't know this month i feel like i'm just like running at a million miles an hour and i can't keep up with what i want to do but i mean (laughs) are you kidding me no 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 you have you have sorry we've (laughs) had so i think it's hard to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. the different things because we're doing things more in bulk because it's complicated being in between two places it is it's hard like we got back from somewhere and then i had people fly in and had to do three episodes of a different podcast it's just whatever oh yeah yeah you guys don't care you're a busy working woman thank you i'm a busy working mom getting ready to retire i'm begging shane to let me i'm kidding i love working okay (laughs) okay uh no but we really do love this and we're gonna try to do it more often and um yeah if if we disappear again just know it's because we've had such a bad fight that we are unable to talk about it oh okay two different perspectives i'm like oh we're not fighting if we're not recording and you're like it's so bad we can't even get on the podcast well i do i do have to say well no okay sorry let me be more positive before we get into the negative um yeah we love doing the show thank you guys so much we actually have a sponsor today which is crazy our first audio only sponsor that's not why we're recording by the way (laughs) we've had this sponsor for like a month and i keep putting it off because we just haven't had time to record so no we're very excited about the sponsor which is prize picks we'll talk about that later but let me get into my notes app um okay what do i have here oh okay i know what i want to talk about first because i feel like we should do something that's not fighting for the first like 10 minutes of the show okay you know what i mean to show people that that's not all we do no we no we never fight right although you did forget my birthday today but we're not gonna talk about it oh my gosh are you kidding me we're not gonna talk about it no it's this thing where like when it's the same thing as when somebody's like go left it's like i have to look down and make sure the l's there okay that's scary no it's (laughs) no it's i know my left and rights but it's when you're under pressure like even when I when I used <laughs> oh, to go man. pick up any prescription for you, like if you were sick or something, I'd have to look up your birthday before I walk in. Even what like your birth? Because you had birth- to Google my birthday. Uh, yes, thank God it's there. Seven years later, I feel for everyone whose husbands isn't on fam- famous birthdays. How do you know when their birthday is? <laughs> oh, God, interesting. No, I know. I like. Because seven nineteen is such a huge thing in your life that I definitely know your birthday is on seven nineteen, but it's the eighty eight that really throws me off sometimes because really? I can't even remember how old I am. How am I supposed to remember somebody else's age? Okay, we were supposed to be talking about something good. Uh, well, I mean, okay. fighting. I'm not fighting with you. I just had to justify right. why when somebody was like birthday, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. right. Anyways, what I was actually going to say is I feel like we've been in a really good place. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we started fighting. No, I feel like the last week has been really good. Well, the last few weeks have been really good because we've been leaving the house. We've been doing more things, getting out of our comfort zones. It's fall weather. Literally, we've been golfing. Hell yeah. Why are you being so quiet? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, we have. Wait, what's going on? What do you mean? Stop being weird. What? No, I'm not. You're being really weird right now. Why are you being weird? I'm not being weird. I'm not. We have been out and about living life. Okay. Living life. Okay. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. So is your brain okay? No, I'm hungry. I have to eat. See, this is the problem. I was ready to talk about all the things I love about you and how you've been so nice to me lately and how you woke me up today and that was so sweet and like all these happy things and and now you're just only thinking about lunch, which is so <laughs> so you to do that. I mean, you only think about coffee until you get your coffee and I Okay, that is me. <laughs> and I escorted you to your coffee. Okay, you're right. I do only think about my coffee. Okay, girl. Um that is interesting. Well, I guess we'll just start fighting cuz <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be positive. Okay. Okay. Uh, before you pick the coffee fight, I'll say we got to make some decisions on the nursery today. Okay. <laughs> for the podcast? Uh, you got, they don't care. Or you do you told care? me earlier, save it for the podcast. Well, that is my thing. Like whenever Rylan starts talking about something that I don't want to talk about, I'll just say, okay, you know what? Save it for the podcast. Okay. Here we so. are on the podcast and we need to make some decisions. We need to choose the color palette. We need to execute on ordering the rug and I need to get a changing table. Okay. Well, so are we gonna... going with like a mint, gr- like a really, really subtle mint green? Here's the thing. Colors mean things. And like mint green in movies signifies death. What? I'm pretty sure. Are let, you really going to drop it. that bombshell on me right now Hold after on. I've been planning a nursery around okay, that? You know what? This is actually kind of interesting or maybe not. But if you guys don't know that uh, there's a, and I didn't know about this until like two years ago, color theory for movies Every scene has a different color in it that's supposed to signify something in the movie. And some directors do it more subtly than others. Some are very, like, on the nose about it. But let me see. So green in movies. So if you, like, if you're watching a movie and somebody walks into a green room, it means hope. Oh, that's amazing. I don't think that's true. (laughs) But this is, like, a very, very, very subtle green. Hold on. No, I'm double checking. I'm pretty sure it's death. Stop it. Why are you doing that? Why are you trying to do that to me? Well, no, I'm just letting you know. Okay. So what color? Because I even found, and I know like dinosaurs might not be the vibe, but I found the cutest dinosaur wallpaper. And I do want to get wood paneling on the bottom half of the walls. So the wallpaper will only be like halfway up the wall to the ceiling. Right. But I just really want to get started on, I mean, I've ordered a lot of the, and have a lot of the baby products, but I'm ready to like start assembling the nursery. So we need to make some decisions. Isn't it crazy that, and I know this podcast is supposed to be us fighting and stuff and we'll get to it, but isn't it crazy that in three months we're going to be actual dads with two children Pretty much, yeah. That is like jumping so many steps. Like, going from no kids to two kids is like crazy. Well, (laughs) thank you for acknowledging that. I feel like up until this moment, you have been like, all good. 
which no, I still am all good. I'm not nervous at all. I know I should be. Everybody in my life is like, why aren't you nervous? You should be freaking out. You should be terrified. You should be wanting to go, you know, run through the streets naked, like do it for the last time. And I'm like, I, I'm not nervous at all. I'm so ready for it, which maybe I'll change my mind once it happens. I mean, but... I don't think we're going to change our mind, but I do. The only time, like... I think we're going to be great. And I think that like, yes, it's going to be more than we can ever imagine. But I mean, all you can do is meet the moment. The only time I really start being like, wow, and getting a little overwhelmed is when I really get in the throes of thinking about like the day to day of having two. Like we're basically outnumbered because they're so much more demanding than we are. We're not outnumbered. We have uh, seven alpacas, five other (laughs) animals. We have a lot on our side. Right. Um, no, I'm very excited about it. I think I've been thinking a lot about like what I'm most excited about. And I would say when they're old enough to sit at a booth <laughs> at like Denny's, like that's so fun. And then they can color on the little thing and like, oh, that's so cute. I cannot wait until they're like toddlers. I know people, I mean, you hear good and bad for everything, but I can't wait until they're running and walking and I can take them and walk around Universal Studios or, you know. I just like cannot wait. I will say we do need to figure out what we're going to do before we go. Before we have two children, we should take one last trip. Everybody's telling us to take a trip. My therapist is like, yeah, you could do something. Like I'm trying to figure it out, but I don't really know where to go because, yes, we could go somewhere relaxing like a beach or something. But because we've been watching so much Ordinary Adventures, if you guys don't know, please follow them. Rylan just posted a vlog where we fangirled about them. Um, Hopefully it didn't scare them off. And... (laughs) So they go to amusement parks and stuff. And I'm like, we should, should we go to Disney World? Should we go to Universal? I would, should well, we? Universal, oh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to go to one of those theme parks. And if you don't want to do that, I'm down to go to one of the beach resorts, like locally in California. That just sounds boring to me. I mean, yeah, but we don't have much time. And like, I don't know. Hmm. If you're if you give me the green flag on going to Florida to to either Universal or Disney World, I I am like all in. Okay, well let me think about it. Baby steps. I went golfing. I left the house. Went on an alpine slide. Yeah. Check out my vlog. Maybe the next step is Disney World. <laughs> I've only been to Disney World once, and I got I had such a bad panic attack because of the heat that I ended up naked in a bathroom stall, and my brother found me, and then I they called nine one one. So I don't know if I should do that again. I'm really needed to dive into that, but I feel like Riley has to diarrhea. Riley, hold on. I really feel like she, cause okay. she's been letting out stinkers. Okay. All right. So, you go deal with that. Um, when you passed out at Universal. I feel like they already know the story of when I passed out at the Disney World, so I don't want to bore you guys with that. But what I will say is thank you guys for being so nice. Listen, I try not to read comments. But I did look at a couple comments on Ryland's last vlog, and you guys are just being so nice to me and seeing that I'm trying to really try to work on myself in so many ways. Like, I really do want to get healthier for having kids, and I also want to leave the house more. I don't want to be anxious. I want to be able to live life, and I want my kids to see me as somebody who does. Like, I don't want them to see me as somebody who doesn't leave the couch or doesn't leave the house or is afraid to go in the world. Like... That is one of my biggest fears. I do not want to do that. So the fact that I've been trying lately and then I read the comments and you guys were being so nice and being like, look at Shane's trying <laughs> just meant a lot. So thank you guys. Um, all right. Well, we'll be right back while he is dealing with Riley's diarrhea. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys in a second. 
I will say one of my icks is people who talk too much about their dreams because they're not real. So shut up. <laughs> I never, you tell me about your dreams way more than I tell you. Well, but you're my other person. So it's fine. I'm talking about like, you know, friends or random people who like tell you this 20 minute story about their dream. You're kind of like, okay, it didn't happen. Though, so why are you telling me? <laughs> right. I'm not a psychologist. I can't figure this out for you. Why are you telling me this? But, but in a, in a relationship, I think we do talk about our dreams. A little bit like I'll wake up and be like I just had the craziest nightmare yeah. I'll tell you and that's it right so even though I said that's my ick I'm about to do it right now because I had a nightmare last night that you were we were in the car and you were raiding guys as they walked by in front of me and then I started crying and then you kicked me out of the car and and left me Jeez. and I woke up really angry yeah, I'm mad. I'm just wondering how that like manifested in your brain to begin with. It's not like we're not that couple that's like walking like because there's a lot of those gay couples that they're like, oh, we go to this place to check out the guys. And it's like we're not. That's not. No. Couldn't be us. I don't know. So I don't know what it means. I Well, I, I can I can guess it means uh, I'm insecure, which I am. Um, and that maybe I've always thought you should be with somebody who looked better or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because, yeah, but although I, I do remember we had a fight seven years ago that was you talking about a guy you would have sex with. And we were in the back. Oh, my God. It's all connecting. We were in the back of a car, your friend's car, and you we were talking about something. And then you met your friend mentioned a guy and then you said, oh, I'd have sex with them. And then we got to a huge fight. This- I mean, and I was like, so I'm we're leaving you. We weren't dating then. Yes, we were. I would I was not in the back of I your friend's car. Say I'd have sex with him if I was dating you. We were. Li- what are you talking about? We were literally. Okay, I- you can't try to hold me accountable for something seven years ago, <laughs> right now in present. Okay, time. tell the internet that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was fine. Um, no, so no, that so that did happen. That's and very here's me. So I what's the just... difference between you now and you seven years ago? Where seven years ago we had probably been dating for a few months. Well, no, our first couple of dates, I even I, that was just who I was. I didn't think that I would get in a serious relationship. For some reason, I don't know. I never saw it. I always wanted to be in a serious relationship and have kids and do all of that. But it just like seemed so far from my reality that it did take me a while to like click in that like you and I were a thing. But I was the first one to say I loved you. So once it did kick in, it was like never looking back. Like we're, you know. Huh. That was an interesting way to dig yourself out of that one. Uh, well, no, you're trying to bring something up from seven years ago when all I did was go get my husband coffee this morning, wash his dishes and wake him up and say, Hey, it's already one. Like, I want you to wake up before the ice melts in your coffee. Cause I know you don't want it to melt. And I went as close to the time that you're going to wake up as possible. And I wake him up and he's like, I had a nightmare. And I was like, what? And he's like, can I have a hug? So then I'm hugging him. And then he's telling me that I'm raiding guys. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I was just trying to get you coffee, but I love you. And here's the thing. The universe is so funny because the universe knew that I was going to wake up after that dream and need, you know, validation and the relationship. And the fact that you got me coffee meant so much. And I was like, wow, all the tens in my dream that he was raiding, he would never get coffee for them. <laughs> he got coffee for a little, little me, little old six. Oh, please. 
I think you're very attractive. Oh my god, I just remember the other thing. You said I was a seven. When? In the back of that car. Oh my god. <gasps> seven. I can't imagine. I oh said no, that. and it's been seven years. I've probably got worse. I think you're better looking. I think you're in. Like, no, you don't. I think you're in a real good looking phase. What of are your you life talking right about? Now. I. Th- no. <laughs> Keep I, going. <laughs> you're like. You've found a few core pieces of clothing. You're a little more adventurous with clothing. Ooh. I really like the glasses that I bought you, by the true, way, true, that true. you're always wearing. Wow. I think you've like figured out your hair. Wait, what are my core your clothing? Ha- like you try, you've just been trying more things. You have like, you have more style than you ever had. When oh. I first met you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, when I first met you, girl. Girl. Gay. Gay lumberjack. <laughs> I still wear flannels. Yeah, but back then it was like super tight flannels. It was a lot. And okay. now you've, you've come into your own as well. Well, we all Look at us. evolve and grow. A couple tens. And I don't know why you're trying to pull us apart from seven years ago when I think we're stronger than ever. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. But thank you uh, no, for dividing us in that way on the internet. You're welcome. Um, okay, let's see. What's next? Um, oh, why did I write this down? I wrote down Chandler. Oh. I thought of middle names for the babies. Okay. What? No, I just don't. I don't think the middle names are necessary, yes, but are. I'm just going to. Okay. And that's fine. But because I'm just going to let. Okay. I'm just going to let you do whatever you want with the okay. middle names. But I also like to. I also like these names a lot. And like, listen, we're doing Max and Jet, right? We're set. Mm-hmm. But I like these names also. Okay. Okay. Chandler and Grayson. Oh, those are. Those aren't going to work for middle names, but I like them as alt names. I know. Like, if worst case scenario, one of the boys pops out and does not look like their name, which I've, I'm like 99.9% sure that they're going to be named Max and Jet. But yeah, I think those are good alternatives. Chandler and Grayson. You can't do like Max Chandler Adams, yeah. Uh, Jet Grayson? Jet. Uh, Max Chandler? That's iconic. I feel like they're really long middle names. <laughs> no, they're good. They're good. Okay. Um, okay. What's this? Oh. Uh, if, if we have a girl, I still am not opposed to having Chandler be a girl. Oh, wait. Was that what we were talking about or was that a different name? No, I do like that. I like Chandler as a girl name. I think that's fun. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. I had a traumatic situation happen and, um, and it didn't lead to a fight. We didn't fight about it. But... It was interesting to see um, how you handled it. Well, okay. Oh. What? Is this in Vail? Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah. Okay. Wait, you know what it is? I think so. At the clothing store? <sighs> Girls and boys. <laughs> Anybody who is a plus-sized mama or daddy like me. This, this, let me, let me walk you through this moment. So. We're in this little sne- little ski town called Vale, right? Everything is so cute and charming. <sighs> there's no Starbucks in sight. Everything is just very mommy and poppy. And then there's a store called Aviator Nation, which Rylan was like, I need to go in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go in, right? It's cute, whatever, cute store. And then I was like, oh, I saw this jacket. And the jacket was a jean jacket. And it had Sherpa, it had a Sherpa collar, Sherpa pockets. It was so cute. And I was like, wow, I would love to wear that. We're going through and I'm like, huh, extra large. And then that's it. Nothing more. Okay. Weird. I look at the other jacket. 
no XXLs. I look at the shirts, no XXLs. I look at the pants, no XXLs. And then I turn to Rylan, I'm like, they don't have any XXLs. And you're like, they have so many extra smalls. No, please. <laughs> no, I said they have XXL because I was looking at their sweatpants and I said they, there are some down here. Like I was down on the floor looking at their sweatpants. Okay. So then I go to the girl that's working there, who was very sweet, by the way. I don't. But you're making this more of like an Aviator Nation problem. I think it was more of the employee just not being aware. No, 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 no. Because there was no tops, right, that were XXL. So then I go to the employee, very sweet, and I was like, hey, do you guys have this jacket in XXL? And she was like, um, I don't know about that, but let me look in the bucket. And I said, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, I'm sorry what? And she goes, yeah, we have a bucket in the basement. Of the XXL. <laughs> They're in the bucket. Let me go grab the bucket. And I was like, okay, you you know what? No, I'm good. I don't I don't need you. No, no, no. I'll grab the bucket. And she's like, Cindy, get over here. Can you help me grab it with this heavy bucket? And Cindy's like, yeah, girl. So they disappear. And I'm like, I'm going to kill myself <laughs> right in the middle of this aviator nation. Uh, but I don't want to give them that press. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do it right outside. So they come back. Plop. They put the bucket right on the floor in front of me. They crack it open. It hasn't been cracked open in 10 years. Dusty ass fucking 2011 shirts, uh, XXLs. And she blows it, blows the dust off it. And she's like, here, you can pick through this. And I was like, I'm good, Cindy. Thank you, though. Thank you so much, Cindy. Sorry. You- that is demoralizing. Like, here, <laughs> rummage through here. this shit that's like barely folded in a bin while other customers are shopping around you in yeah. the normal sizes. And then Rylan walks over with like, 10 fucking extra small shirts and he's like i don't know what to which one to pick they're all so cute and i'm like okay so cindy takes the bucket back i'm like i need to get out of here so we're walking out and i want to die i literally i've been trying so hard on my health journey lately and i was like i'm never gonna win i never am gonna be able to buy clothes in a normal store i'm never gonna be able to shop online and it's gonna fit i'm never like this sucks that i can't buy clothes and listen, I know I have body dysmorphia and stuff, and I think I'm bigger than I am, but I am an XXL. XX, right? Yeah, two. I am an XXL. I was a 3X girl. We're moving on down. And But it's hard to find anything that fits, and it sucks, right? And it's a struggle you don't understand, which which I, I get. But like 10 minutes later, he's like, what's wrong? And I told him, I'm like, I want to kill myself. Like this fucking, I was trying to find an XXL. They get brought out a bucket. It was so embarrassing, whatever. And he, he just stared at me kind of like a, like a, you didn't know English, like you were just kind of like, I don't understand these words. Well, no, that wasn't I because the thing is, I just don't want something like that to derail how good you've been doing. Like Shane has been eating so healthy and so clean. You like haven't been eating sweets like you've just been like really trying to get fit before our kids come so that you like want to be out and about in the world and Mm -hmm. i don't want something like this to derail you and then there's like the added element of like we're with my whole family and i just like i don't know like it's hard like i want everyone to be having a good time and then like if you're visibly miserable then i just like i don't know then i feel like i'm juggling between the two Right. You know, and it's not like I'm not trying to be like you, your feelings aren't valid, but it's just hard to manage both and, you know, because we're not, I don't know. No. And, and I get it. And I wasn't even, I'm not, it wasn't even a fight because I wasn't mad at you at all, but it was kind of like a, oh, I wish, I wish I, I don't know. I guess I have therapy, but I'm like, how, who do I talk to about this that well, gets it? Because it is the- such a specific, weird thing 
to not be able to find clothes for my body. Like it, it is, I guess I'll just get on Reddit. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's true. I think like when I buy you clothes and I buy your size, it works like the shirts and the jackets and hmm. like lately spe- very specifically like i got you that water talk shirt girl it looks good i mean it's a 4x so it's, no it's not it's roomy which i love is it a 4x it's big yeah uh, which okay. listen when i opened it and i saw that you got me a 4x i, I, was, I wasn't even mad i don't think that i was truth, like by the way he knows me no he Shane, knows what i like please. No. no i i do appreciate it listen it's specific and it's something I need to work on and stuff. But you guys listening, if you send a voicemail, fuck, I don't remember a voicemail message number. You put it in the description. All right. Send a voicemail. If you have any issues with finding clothes your size, how do you deal with it? What do you do to move on? Because, yeah, I don't want it to ruin my day. I want to be I want it to brush off. And you would I would think after 35 years on this planet, I would finally not care anymore. Well, I think what hurt the most is that you have been doing so good. So then to like, you know. It yeah. was like a they hit you right when you were feeling good. It's like they're trying to like I don't know. Yeah. No, it was definitely a test from the universe. And you know what? I I passed it. Yeah. Because all I wanted to do that night was stuff my face in that ski town and wake up with regrets and I didn't. No, I didn't. Um all right, well we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, I promise we'll get more positive and uh we'll start fighting again and we'll talk about Big Brother and what else do I have on the list? Ooh, oh, we have a good story. All right, we'll be back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Okay, I'm very excited. We have our first audio-only sponsor <laughs> of our show. Oh, yay! Uh, prize Picks. First of all, Prize Picks, thank you so much for doing this. We're very, very excited um, because I can't believe you came to me when you wanted to sell something that had to do with sports. <laughs> But listen, it worked because originally I was like, I don't know. I'm not a sports girl. I don't want to like, I don't, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to lie. And then I downloaded the app and then I got into it. So let me explain what this is because it is, yes, it's for people who love sports, but it's also for people who don't understand sports and don't care and just want to like play around and make some money. So prize picks, if you don't already know, is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's so easy. Like, okay. So you log in, right? And you can win money based on the players that you pick. Now I know everybody already knows what fantasy uh, football and fantasy sports is, but I had never understood what that means. Do you? Did you know what that meant? Uh, only because my brother has been doing it his whole life. And that's the thing is like, even if you ladies aren't sports fanatics yourself, you probably have a man in your life that right. is, and he's going to love this. No, the ladies will love it too. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not saying by gender specifically. Right. I'm just right. saying like, if you don't, like we right. aren't sports heads. Or turn it into a competition. Yeah. So because here's the thing, and I'm trying not to just read these talking points at you because I actually do like want to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even going to read this. I'm just going to tell you guys about my experience, my experience. So it was so easy to log in. First of all, if you use our code, they'll match your uh, $100 deposit. Damn. What's our yeah. code? Uh, the code is, hold on. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, it's uh, prizepicks.com slash grower. Use code grower for first deposit match up to $100. Um, yeah. So basically you pick the players that you want you you pick it ba- you can pick it based on their stats and everything which is i guess the smart way to do it i was just kind of like having fun and looking at their pictures and being like i trust him <laughs> but listen it's working so you can literally like turn ten dollars into 250 dollars with my just bro- a few picks my brother does this all day long 
It's like, so fun. All day long. I can't believe I didn't know about it because obviously, like, I like to play on apps and stuff, and I like my like fake slot machine. Apps and I have to and, pull them away from those too. You know, I know. The crazy thing with the slot machine apps is that you keep paying money and like they don't pay out no you don't win money and that's on those. the difference with this is like you're actually winning money yeah right so yeah um okay hold on i should get back to the actual thing that they want me to say because i'm just rambling at this point um but yeah it's super easy they use apple pay now super easy deposits into your account and um honestly you should just try it and have fun and let me know how it goes and send me a voicemail or an email shane dawson podcast stuff at gmail.com and let me know how much you're winning because that's exciting. So go to prizepicks.com slash grower. Use code grower for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com slash grower, code grower. And, and it's daily fantasy sports made easy. And that's prize picks like P I C K S. Oh, I should spell it. Yeah. Prize P R I Z E Picks P I C K S. Prize picks. And use code grower. Yeah. Uh yeah. Have fun playing sports uh on your phone instead of in real life, right, ladies? Because <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Right. I ain't gonna do it in real life. All right, let's get back to the show. All right. Okay, I have a, a bone to pick. Okay. <laughs> this isn't with you, by the way. Oh, thank God. It's with society. Okay, let's go after it. So I've noticed something. What? And listen, I know I'm getting older and I'm trying to ignore when I get annoyed with Gen Z stuff, because it's the same way that when I was like 20, I would hear older people in their 40s getting annoyed with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, oh, YouTuber. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Isn't oh, it epic? Oh, you know, isn't it crazy to feel that shift, though, to now yeah. be the people criticizing I know. the younger generation coming up and being like, it's kind of annoying. I know. And I'm trying not to, but they are making it so hard. <laughs> so hard. And were ours that cringy or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, well, let me get to my gripe. So this is what pissed me off. So a couple years ago, I would notice that the uh, millennial slash Gen X women that I followed would post a picture on Instagram and they would have a song playing. Right. But it was a very like in my head, I was like, oh, this is like a millennial cringe thing to do. Right. It would be a picture of them like sitting with their friends and then it would be like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Like, and I'd have to mute it. Mm-hmm. Um, OK. So then I noticed Gen Z started making fun of it. Like the way millennials Instagram. And that was one of the things. Right. Like they they play a song with their picture. It's so cringe. Now. Every fucking person under the age of 25 or 30 that I follow, Gen Z, is putting songs with their pictures on Instagram. So now it's trendy for Gen Z. And I'm like, okay, so we were ahead of the curve. All these women were ahead of the curve. And now you guys are on the same boat. But it's like, bitch, where were you? All these chuggy women. And they're not getting the credit they deserve. They're not. You're right. I wonder if, like, are the people under 25 doing that because they think it enhances their post? Or does it then go from photo to, like, views? And so, like, no. views are higher than likes. I don't think so. I think it's, like, MySpace. Like, back in the day, we would have a song for our MySpace profile page, right? Ugh. I think that's the new version. It's and like, oh, a song for my picture. I'm so non-committal. Like, I can't commit to a song even for like an Instagram story, like with the music version, it's like, what's this song going to say about what I'm doing? Like, it's just, right. it's too, it's too much pressure. So I'll never be that girl, unfortunately. No. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm not going to sit here and hate on Gen Z because I think there is a lot of, I also think that when we see Gen Z cringe culture, it's not everybody. Like when we were, you know, 18, 20, I wasn't doing the whole like, rawr. 
Oh my god! I wasn't doing all that shit. But I knew about it and I knew that people in my age bracket were, but I wasn't doing that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's not we can't hate on all Gen Z for just what the top Gen Z kids are doing. Um, okay, which brings me to my next thing, which is friendship bracelets. Right. I have a problem. With what? Listen, I'm all about moving on from COVID and pretending like everything's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Like, listen, I'm all about it, right? Like, great. Let's let's pretend like we're not in a pandemic. That's cool. Like, that's easy, right? But the same women and men that have been yelling on Instagram about masks and yelling on Instagram about COVID and lockdown and all these things, right? Which, by the way, I agree. I think masks are good and all that stuff. But all I'm saying is these same women are now trading friendship bracelets at Taylor Swift concerts and they don't see the irony of it. It's like you're going to a concert with 70,000 people, right? A super spreader. (laughs) On top of that, you're trading sweaty bracelets that you probably like sneezed or wiped your nose with with random women and, and men and gay men. And you're giving like all of your everything in your body. You're passing that on. And then they're going to Disneyland and they're passing it on again. Are you not telling Guilty. me that this is a super spreading situation? And these people that were so COVID, 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 and now they're doing this. It's just crazy to me. But I also love it that we're now we're past the whole like, you I can't, mean, be careful. You know what I mean? What? Be, I'm just saying, like, be careful about talking about COVID because like if it comes, I, I know like six people that I have know. had COVID this week. I know. It's coming back, baby. Well, don't be, we're trying, we're like, our kids are going to be born soon. I ain't spreading it. I'm, I'm not, just I saying, anywhere. Like, I watch, I sit on my couch and watch Ordinary Adventures go out in their lives. That's how I live. <laughs> I ain't leaving my house. No. I'm not giving friendship bracelets. I'm watching other people give friendship bracelets on my television. Well, we're going on a baby moon, so I know we still have to figure out where we're going. I know. What if we did a group trip with Ordinary? <laughs> Shane, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm kidding, but kind of. Wouldn't that be fun? They're going to Tokyo. Um, I don't think I want to go to Tokyo. Yeah, no offense I, to Tokyo. I'm sure it's, it's just too long of a plane ride for oh him. Oh my god, it's like a billion hours. Actually, I kind of want to go because I heard they have. Um, wow. What the way that you're flip flopping in old age? I know. Well, the thing is, number one, they have vending machines for everything, which is crazy. Like they have a vending machine for literally everything you could ever think of. They even have a vending machine that has used underwear in it, which is weird. I don't want used used. What I know, and I don't want to buy that, but I want to see that. Anyways, um, yeah, you know what? We're going to Tokyo. <laughs> wow, I really turned around. Hey guys, me butting in uh, because I want to give you a fact check. I was listening back to the podcast and I was like, is it real that Tokyo actually has vending machines with underwear? Because I've heard about that for years. So I Googled it and they don't anymore. I guess like 10 or 15 years ago, somewhere they did, but now it's illegal. So if you're looking for used underwear, you're not going to find it. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, okay. Let me look back at my list. Are you loving fall? Oh my God. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, I'm just saying, like, for somebody that's been complaining about fall coming, I've been loving this chilly weather. I've just what? been eating it up. What? what? What are you talking about? I uh, have had to deal with you every day for the last two weeks. I'm so over fall. I miss summer. I want summer. We were at Dutch Bros. Shane. And they were literally like, are you enjoying the fall weather? And Rylan was like, <laughs> yeah. That was before fall had happened. And now that it's cooler, here's the thing. I like fall. I hate winter, but like I'm loving, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm walking back on my own 
myself being a hypocrite no, you're allowed to change your mind because i was like dreading 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 i was like it's gonna get darker earlier my life's gonna end fall means winter's coming but now that it's happening and this cool weather it just feels so great like i mm. used to not be able to walk the dogs past like 9 a.m and now you can walk them all day baby because it's like is high of 70 yeah mm, i'm delicious. so happy that you're happy thank you when you're happy you have no idea how much i changed i've been life. so happy lately you'll get into like a mood but it used to last all day, and now it lasts like two hours. So it's manageable. What do you mean? You know. When you, uh, when I'm like get, snapping when out when of my moods, moods quicker. Yeah. Hmm. It's really nice. Okay. So thank you for that. <laughs> you get moody too. No, I'm I'm really moody. You have little mood swings. I have huge mood swings. Well, I'm glad you can admit that. No, I'll wake up one day and I'll be like, I want to die. What's the point of life? And then you're like, uh, hi, I'm here. And I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> You, girl, you girls get it. Um, anyways. Oh, okay. I have two things I want to talk about. Okay. Number one, and this has to do with the used underwear we were just talking about in Tokyo. I just want to say that I'm so grateful to be with somebody who doesn't judge me because I realized the other day, I did mm. the math, my underwear. I don't know if you should admit this publicly. You're the one that's always concerned about like people thinking you're not cleanly. Oh. <laughs> I wash them. I know that's I know, but like okay. No, I'm gonna admit this. Okay. I'm ready. If you guys want to cancel me for this, that's fine. Okay. I'd love to see this headline. <laughs> Maybe Kim will make an underwear for you. What? Not like shapewear, but like if she goes into men's because that okay, well now this is gonna turn into a fight. Yeah, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> because when you were Spanx? No, well when you were explaining your underwear to me, you're like, I don't find I've never been able to find a pair that <laughs> That was, I think, verbatim what you did. And to me, that insinuates like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Let me explain. Well, yeah. Why don't you tell your story? My underwear. <laughs> are officially, this month. <laughs> are they done with? 10 years old. And are they still holding strong? Yes. Are there rips in them? There's I one. Now, let me explain. Number one, I, w I received these underwear. This specific pair of underwear 10 years ago. They're American Eagle, by the way. I think they're out of business. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. They don't make them anymore. So this was in 2013 when I was in Pittsburgh and we were about to start uh, planning to shoot uh, my movie, Not Cool. And we were at location scouting. Oh, you and... can throw them away when you start your next movie. How poetic. No, I'll keep them. <laughs> so we're there and American Eagle was going to sponsor the movie or some. I don't remember. But... They That's gave me, time. they gave me a bunch of free, they gave us a bunch of free clothes for the, for the movie. And there was some underwear and I was like, oh, let me try these, put them on. And I was like, oh my God, these are the best underwear ever made. Yes. They hug in the right places. They're kind of high waisted for men, which is very rare. Um, they keep my muffin top cinched. Like I love these underwear and I have been wearing them ever since. And I wash them. I'm not gross. I'm not dirty. They don't smell. I wash them, but I wear them. Like these are my fucking 10 year going strong underwear. I have four pairs, uh, five pairs of them. One of them is a little, one of them's a little too much. Like that <laughs> one needs to be thrown away, but I'm holding on. But I have five pairs of them. I rotate and yeah, I've had them for 10 years and they're my favorite thing ever. And I don't know what to do. I've never been able to find underwear that, well, that that's what I said. work like these. The material is like soft, but it almost feels like I don't know. I don't know how you're going to match those. But my question, the reason I bring it up is because as my partner, mm -hmm. why do you not care? It doesn't gross me out at all. I don't know. That's so interesting. Well, I, I would think that you would be the, 
I mean, you either have thing. your underwear off or you have pants on. Like, I'm never like, right. I never see you in your underwear. Ew, can you imagine? <laughs> Yuck. Well, no. Listen, I'm not trying to hate on myself, but if you saw me walking around in my underwear, you throw up. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> that's a disaster. That's not what I'm talking it's about. It's a mess. I'm saying both oh. of us, we're not underwear people in the house. If we come in the house, our underwear is off. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> that sounds like a sign you can get at home goods. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, like neither of us have opportunity. I'm writing that. T- is that the title of the podcast? <laughs> if you come in our house, our underwear. <laughs> no underwear. Is that what it's called? Okay, keep going. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. So, and then like, otherwise, you're like clothing's on, or right. we're naked. So it's like right. I don't really ever see your underwear. So why would it bother me? But when you were talking about the movie, I had a great idea. <gasps> what? Once Big Brother's over and the second half of this podcast isn't recapping Big Brother, Mm -hmm. I think we should go back and watch the Showtime series of the making of that movie and do like a rewatch show. What? Are you kidding me? What show? What's it called? Documented the making of your movie. Oh, The Chair. The Chair. Well, that was on Stars. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying. But I'm okay, shout out stars. <laughs> but I'm just saying we could go episode by episode. That actually is kind of funny because I I got when I was getting canceled, people kept bringing up like clips. I didn't watch any of the videos that people made about me cuz I would kill myself. I watched like one of what? them and I, well this why? was no no no. Right when everything started going down, I was okay. like, "Well, why are they hating on this?" cuz I had just watched it. Like my podcast co-host Lizzie was like, "This is highly entertaining. You and I love watching Project Greenlight." Right. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is Project Greenlight with my husband." Right. And so I watched it. I didn't see anything wrong with any of it. And then I just had to see what they were going to try to make a problem out of it. What was it? I can't remember. To, I mean, it was so nothing. Like they were trying to make anything out of anything. Well, here's, it's just how like when anybody is getting canceled right. nowadays, they go through anything just to add onto the pile on. Well, here's the thing, and yeah, we could talk about this in a different podcast, I guess, because maybe we could get really into it. Because it is interesting. Like sometimes I forget how crazy that experience was. Like they were following us around with cameras. For like a year. And they're story producing. A year and a half. And you don't get to see everything or all the context. Of course, they're going to use the most dramatized moments to make a great TV show. Right. But I loved it. I loved the experience because I got really close with the director of the documentary or the docuseries, reality show, whatever you want to call it. Um, the story producer, like me and her hung out every day. Like I wasn't bitter or mad at all when the episode. So they would send us me and the other director. They would send us the episodes in advance to be like, hey. Here, I don't know if I should say, oh, but it doesn't matter. It's been like 10 years. Send us the episodes and be like, hey, if there's anything that you want us to take out or anything weird, whatever. Like, you know, here it is. And I had the only thing I asked to take out was there's a shot in the movie where my full naked ass is out because I'm shitting on the lawn or something. And I didn't know. For the movie? For the movie. Okay. And I didn't know that the documentary crew was behind me. So there's a shot in the documentary where I was like bending over opening my ass and you could see my bat my asshole my full asshole and they zoomed in and like i was like hey um so can you just like take out that shot of my asshole <laughs> like this is so gross it's so gross like i was not expecting me on camera like that today well i okay so that's the only thing but but yes there was moments obviously where like when you're making a movie it's the most high stakes especially when it's not your own money like i was spending a million dollars somebody else's money there were so many stakes on top of stakes on top of stakes. that sounds delicious there was a lot of stakes involved 
And it was really, really hard to make that movie. Every, there was so much going against us. And I was, what, 24 at the time or something? It was about 10 years ago. While also trying to maintain your YouTube channel. Oh, well, my God. All, like, I mean, that's a nightmare. Can you? I can't imagine doing what we do right now and adding another full-time job. Right. Like, I would spiral into oblivion. Right. But I will say, like, I do... Re- it's been a while since I've seen it, but... I do, I do know, like, there's things I regret. Not, a, I don't regret, but there's things that I'm like, oh, I would never do that now. Like, yeah, but you were 24. That's what I mean. Right. Like, we can't bring up a fight from seven years ago. Like, that's not our reality. Right. But like, you know, even the way that I make things now, like, I love my favorite part of making something is showing Ryland and a couple people and getting notes and being like, what part's boring? What part doesn't work? Like every can't time, I, every time I do, <laughs> every time I do a series or anything, I always show a few people in the editing process because I'm like, I want to make this perfect. I want to know what's working, what's not working. Like, I love it. I love, love, love it. And yeah, 10 years ago, I was so insecure and I was so like, you guys don't get me. Like, this is what my YouTube audience wants. Like, I wasn't excited about notes. I took them, but I wasn't excited about them. And I think that's just getting older and realizing that you don't know everything. You don't, you know, have life experience. Like you need to listen to everybody who's older than you, who's been in the industry longer and, you know, or at least heavily consider what they're telling you and try to figure out where it's coming from. Right. And yeah, there was a lot of drama in the show that was unnecessary because like, you know, like, but whatever it made a really really fun show to watch like watching me cry about you know one of the producers getting mad at me like when i look back i'm like this didn't need to happen like i literally could have just talked to them off camera and been like hey what's going but like it made a good show so i don't care i'm like whatever it was entertaining because i do think it would be fun one day to like especially for a podcast like this like to watch an episode like tell everyone beforehand like this is what we're gonna watch next week it is I found it somewhere. I watched oh, it really? only a couple I think years ago. I talked to the producers of the show and the movie about possibly like me buying the rights because I was like, I should put this on my channel, which is so funny because this happened before I got canceled. And I was like, I should put this on my channel or like start a channel for it. Like, I, I do love that show. I thought it was well, so well made and so interesting. And then I got canceled and everybody's like, he was so worst person ever oh, on the please. chair. And I was like, ooh, I was about to put that on my channel. <laughs> you still should. I mean, Uh-oh. people that are screaming that are just bored with I mean, no I life. Don't, I don't Whatever. Care. I loved it. I like, I forgot you were my husband and I like couldn't wait. To, I like binged it so fast. I loved it so much. Mm. Well, I love you so much. I binge you so fast. Thanks. Binge over. Um... Binge over and let me binge. What's on my list? Okay. I'm going to read through my list and just see if we've touched it. Ready? Fangirling. Did it. My Nightmare. Got it. Big Little Adventures. Got it. Uh, Chandler and Grayson. Got it. Oh, Taylor. I finally remember why I wrote down Taylor Swift, The Exorcist. Okay. Because Hollywood is so embarrassing sometimes. Like, so, you know, the Barbenheimer thing, how it was like a thing. Like, Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer. Oh, my God. And then I saw a news clip, a news video, and it was like, uh, a new trend is sweeping TikTok and, and Twitter or X. It's <laughs> the Exorcist because the Exorcist and Taylor's movie are coming out on the same day. And I'm like, the Exorcist, people are making shirts and they're going to go see both movies. I'm like, shut up. No, they're not. They're just trying to do it because it was such that a box sucked. office hit. That's for... so stupid. But also, didn't <laughs> like, Exorcist come out after that and put and like bump up their release date to the a couple weekends before because they oh, don't want to compete? 
But I don't know. It's like Hollywood. One thing works because it was like random and it worked. And then Hollywood's like, how do we do it again? And I'm like, girl. I mean, they're always going to be doing that. Also, what is The Exorcist? Like, listen, I, you know, it's a horror movie. I'm going to see it. But I'm like, what does that have to do at all with Taylor Swift? Like, It doesn't. They're just hoping that they can piggyback the two and be like, did you see both? Are you getting your tickets and watching both <laughs> in the same day? Can we make the most money possible? Which like, that's just the, I mean... I mean, Taylor Swift does not need the exorcist to be fine. Like she already like sold all her tickets. Right. Uh, okay. So I was just thinking I haven't. Okay. I I'm logged into my voicemail account. Should I just like play one and see what happens? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to find like a big brother related one because we're going to talk about big brother. Um, let's see. This one is, uh, let's just click on this one. Hey guys, uh, my name is Leanne and I was watching the podcast and like how you guys fight over the dress and like the color of it, it made me think about how guys are more likely to be colorblind. So maybe that's why you guys are seeing different stuff. So just wanted to share. Um, love you guys. Bye. Okay. First of all, we love you. Thank you, Leanne. Second of all, I don't think I'm colorblind, but now I'm thinking maybe you are. I knew that's where you were going to go with that. Maybe you are. I don't think so. Okay, I will say, on Instagram, I posted a picture of uh, the Nike one, the new dress. Everyone the, sided the pink with one. me. Everybody said that they didn't see pink, right? But then when I did the dropper on Instagram and I showed the, the colors, I showed you. And you were like, I mean, I guess I can well, no. kind of see pink. And I was like, okay, good. So then I posted on Instagram and nobody saw pink. And I was like, you guys are all lying. No, Shane, you're like... It's like what you see are the colors that everyone agree that it is. Sure, it might in reality be something different, but the picture is altered. It's like we're all judging based on what we see, not what it might be behind wow. how they've altered the colors. You should write quotes for TJ Maxx <laughs> and for Home Goods because that sounded like a coffee cup. <laughs> Stop judging on what you see and judge on the reality um okay i guess i can't really find it oh i can search big brother okay hold on big brother we'll get one. Oh, does nobody care about big brother oh, no. oh here we go here we go i got it we gotta talk about these live feeds big brother is getting ridiculous bro and it's just an, i you got me hooked and i just i'm wow <laughs> Okay, I agree. <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro, and I'm hooked. And yeah, so wow. should we get into this? Yeah, let's do should it. Should we get into? Hey, Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Oh, or three. Hey, Julie. I don't remember. Hey, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. I think it's Hey. Ready? One, two, three. Hi. Good day, Julie. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bowie Jane. How are you? Oh my Good day, God, Julie. <laughs> Okay, so if you don't care about Big Brother, feel free to leave. Um, but here we go. How long have we been recording? Oh, okay. Um, Big Brother, I have a confession to make. You haven't been watching the live feeds. I haven't been watching the live feeds. Now, let me explain why. We I filmed we filmed a conspiracy type video thing so i've been like editing in a crazy editing hole for a week and before that we were in Vail. before that we were in seattle and then before yeah. that we were in california so we haven't really had like a second to just devote right. our lives to the live feed but let me just say spoiler alert spoiler alert 
I'm done. I'm done with the live feeds because Izzy's gone. Literally, what's the point? <laughs> Izzy was the live feeds. Izzy brought the fucking entertainment. Izzy brought the drama. Izzy, I would watch her spiral and go crazy well, and, and be insane. And, she just like never she turned never off. Stopped. There was no pleasantries. Like she was just straight to business every room she went in. Okay. Okay, and then she's scheming, yeah. gaming, playing, twisting, turning, and now she's gone, right? And now this week, from what I've, I've, you know, I watch Big Brother like live feed recap videos, um, and the one I was watching, shout out Big Brother Boy, the one I was watching, Big Brother Boy, by the way, he recaps Big Brother live feeds while sitting in a cemetery, iconic. Um, I'm obsessed. Anyways, <laughs> so he was saying today that Sari is now trying to get evicted out of the house. Because I think she's just done. And she's probably like, well, Izzy's gone. What's the point? I can't do this well, for Well, and they were days. besties. Yeah, I think she yeah, was like, who am I going to hang out with? And there was a moment when we were watching the actual episode on CBS. There was a moment where they like played, you know, a moment of Suri and Izzy talking about how much they love each other. And they were like crying. And I thought it was really sweet. And I turned to Rylan and he's like, what are they, lesbians? Well, I just kept being and like. I'm like, yes, Izzy is literally a lesbian. I, well, I was like, are they going to kiss? Like, this, like, because. Sari's married and Izzy's in a relationship but it was like and then once I realized like they weren't gonna go in for a kiss I was like oh this is the sweetest friendship yeah, ever because I think what it is is I don't think Sari you know even at her age I don't know how old she is but I feel like this is the first best friendship she's ever had like this really and I think yeah and I think that she's moved by it because she's like wow I never thought I'd find my best friend especially in this way I think that's what it is and I think Suri's in a depression now that Izzy's gone and so am I I mean who wouldn't be if you're I mean I am sad Izzy's gone too but if I was Suri because it is like when you find somebody that you just click with in that way there's no like there's it's just incredible yeah um also okay where do we even start how do i even start with where this? are you starting this week last week previous weeks we've missed so much that we haven't talked about this in so long well I, we got to talk about the like last week i mean cameron's up to be evicted he then wins the veto and then he becomes the head of household and to watch them just like oh my gosh i don't even i'm not like a big cameron fan but i just the entertainment value was out of this world. The journey I've been on with Cameron is a lot. So in the beginning of the game, he was, he was, is that my mouth being weird or yours? I don't know. Let's both take a drink. <laughs> in the beginning of the game, he was weird and he was being really creepy with Riley. And he was like, I feel like your daddy. Me and you, daughter and daughter and father, we're going to take it to the end. Like, it was really weird. Um, so I thought he was weird, kind of culty. And now he's still weird and kind of culty, but he gives no fucks and he's doing crazy shit. And I'm like, you know what? I misjudged him. Actually, no, I didn't. But <laughs> but I've changed my mind. It was just crazy to see him win back to back and then have the opportunity to do what he did. But it seems like he might be a contender to go out this week. Well, yeah, let's get into spoilers. So right now, Jared is the HOH. He put Corey and America on the block and Jag won the veto. And now the plan is to take down Corey or America and put up Cameron and send him out, which like, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. But I, but uh, I just don't want it. 
I'm not ready for that. Well, then where's the where's the entertainment going to be? Like Izzy's not there scheming. Cameron's not there like causing fights. So then what's going to happen? I know I've already stopped watching the live feeds. I'm already losing interest in, you know, listen, I still check updates and I still watch the show and stuff. We click into the live feeds like once a day, but we're not like glued to them anymore. No, because nobody's talking about the game anymore because Izzy was the one that was doing all that. So I don't know, but I still love Felicia. I still love that she takes her tooth out and puts it on the table. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I still love it, but I'm just saying, sorry that we haven't been talking about it too much. I'm just more like, I don't know. I need to get back into it and I need to find new favorites because all my faves are leaving and, and I haven't given the rest of them a chance really. <laughs> I haven't gotten to know Bowie Jane. What if she's my new Good favorite? Good night, Julie. She's like, oh, that was interesting to see because she just is alone in that house. And then when they didn't tell her they were flipping the vote and then she's just bawling like, looks like I, it's just, it was sad to see that moment, but she really does just do nothing in the house. I know. The best moment of all time was when uh, Julie was like, and next, Bowie Jane coming in to vote. And then she goes, Bowie Jane has been able to avoid the spotlight the entire time in the house, which was so shady, like literally being like, what's the point? And then Bowie Jane comes in and she's like, you know, good night, Julie. And then she does her shout outs like everybody. She's like, I vote to evict whatever. And then she goes, shout out to my mom and to my dad. And Julie goes, thank you. OK, thank you. Bye. I was like, damn, Julie is done. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. I still love the show more than anything, and I need to just get back into it. But I mean, we're watching every episode. No, we're watching every episode. I'm just saying, I feel like a fake fan right now because I'm not like obsessed with live feeds anymore. I'm not like super. Although I have been started, I have started to follow all the evicted house guests on Instagram. So I feel like I am kind of still watching live feeds. Are you talking to any of them? No, I'm too scared. Heisen's real bitter well, now that he's out of the house. Okay, so Riley does follow me. I don't <gasps> know if she still does, but she does. She did. Uh, and I follow her and I've been too scared to slide into her DMs because like, I wanted to be like, hey, girl. Um, and then yeah, Heisem, I follow him and he's very bitter, which is very fun to follow. Um, I follow Izzy. Who else left? I follow Christ- Kirsten. I follow I follow all the evicted ones. And it is fun to watch their reactions to the show. And so I kind of feel like I'm like, I don't know, like I'm following all the evicted people more than I'm following the people that are still in the house. Wow. So who I mean. Obviously, I love Suri. I don't know how long she's going to be able to make it in the house, especially without Izzy, because Felicia already, like, is so flip-floppy with her and, like, thinks Jared is going to be more loyal to her and has... uh, But other than Suri, I don't know who my, like, front... Like, who I would want to win. Not saying, like, who is going to win, but, like, who I'm rooting for. I think America could win. I like her, and she's, you know, trying to shake shit up, and she's playing very smart. She's a fan of Big Brother. so I I do like like her. I feel like she could win. I like her energy. I like that she seems friendly, but she's also, like... Very fake. She reminds me of women that I used to work with at Jenny Craig. Like, literally, exactly, like... And now looking back on my life, I'm like, wow, those women hated me because they act the way that America acts. Like, oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. How are you? Oh, my God. I love that shirt on you. And in my head, I'm like, oh, my God. All those women. She really is the catalyst of uh, what happened to Izzy, though, because she got uh, what's his face on board? What's that guy's name? Corey. She got Corey on board and then Corey did like the final convincing, but she was the one that planted the seed for Izzy to leave. Had she never done that, Corey wouldn't have gotten the last like two votes and Izzy still would have been in that house. Yeah. So she's working. She's working. Uh, should I try to play one more, one more Big Brother voicemail before yeah. we wrap up? Let's, Let's see. Yeah. 
Um, okay, I'm just going to take a guess and see what happens with this one. So, Big Brother, I think competitions like um, the backyard one they just played, the veto, where they don't show you the full video, they can put whatever times they want on the screen, <gasps> as long as it's reasonable. They can totally oh. make somebody win. Like, it's a conspiracy theory. Like, wow. somebody could have a really slow time, and they just give them a fast time just so they win on the screen. Like, that look is up wild. at that. That's a conspiracy uh, you need to look into. Wait. Oh that, my God, she's right. Yeah, they can't. I, yeah, how do they? How just, do we trust them? I guess we. I, I don't know. I've never thought to question them, but that's <gasps> a wonderful point. That is genius. Now I need to go back into history and be like, okay, during the timed veto competitions, who won? Because I bet they were people production wanted to win. This just unravels the whole conspiracy. Oh my God, girl, she didn't give us her name, but thank you, girl. You just changed my life. Hmm. Oh my God, that's how Cherie's going to stay in the house because production doesn't want her to leave. They're going to do a bunch of timed vetoes and anything they can to rig it. <laughs> Although every timed veto that Suri has done, it's like her time is like so bad. 28 minutes and everybody else is like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love her. Um, all right. Well, there you guys go. Hopefully you enjoyed our uh, whatever this was podcast audio edition. And um, I think it's your mouth. Sorry. Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> my misophonia kicked in like 30 minutes ago. So if my if my energy has been off for 30 minutes, it's because of that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Okay. But you know what? I love you so much that I'm starting to get over my misophonia. Well, I've you. seen like a lot of these videos that I post that people will be like, I can't with Ryland's eating. I'm like, half of the time I'm enhancing it or I'm adding sound effects or slurp effects or I'm bumping up the audio all the way to 12. <laughs> slurp effects. Hold <laughs> on. I'm writing down slurp effects for another possible title. Um, <laughs> no underwear and slurp effects. Okay. <laughs> um, all all right. right. Well, do you think we're going to be back? Yes, we're going to keep doing audio only podcasts. I okay. promise. One day we'll decide on a day that this goes out so yeah. you guys can uh, at least know. Or yeah. it will just show up as a surprise on your feed and hopefully you'll listen. Yeah. And send some voicemail specifically for this. Maybe like, well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how to find them. But send us some specific audio only voicemails. Maybe um, give us a fight that you've had with your significant other. And then me and Rylan mm. will, will be the referees and we'll tell you. Who's right and who's wrong in this situation? Our phone number is... How do I find my phone number? Oh, good luck. Wait. I'm. Sh it has to be easy. Am I stupid? It's hard. I mean... It is? I, I don't okay. know. I can't find it. <laughs> we'll put it in the description section of this podcast. Okay. I'll put it in the description section of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Let me write that down to remind myself. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. And hopefully you guys had fun hanging with us because we have fun hanging with you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Fight with Shane and Ryland Fight with Shane and Ryland Shane and Ryland